It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Lane McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Lane, what's going on, sir? Not much. It's a Thursday. Uh, you know, uh, I, apparently there was some sort of sporting event last night in los angeles or maybe it wasn't in los angeles i don't know uh but this is it was, apparently in los angeles. Some, it was it was okay well i was totally unaware apparently there was some sort of sporting event that uh everyone was watching that wasn't football so i was very confused uh but i'm glad that we're here to talk about football and football only marcus uh, i'm shocked that you didn't feel the earthquake from all laker fans jumping up and down when lebron made the game winning three last night i'm i'm, I'm legitimately shocked there's legitimately not enough Lakers fans in Los Angeles to cause an earthquake. I, I think most of Los Angeles doesn't care. Oh, uh, you are such a hater. I'm just smashing it, guys. I, I'm just, I'm just bashing on on Marcus because he's a Lakers fan. Just so the, everyone understands. Yeah, cliche, Cowboy Lakers fan. Uh, so coming up on today's show, Landon, it's a uh, NFL rankings palooza. We've got PFF rankings at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. And I've heard, Landon, that you have not seen these at all. So I'm going to reveal these to you and get your initial reactions. These are always my favorite shows, just just oh, completely boy. surprising you. Oh, boy. I love being, uh, you know, uh, sideswiped by information I don't have any uh, pre-knowledge yeah. of. It's, it's always fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's let's go through the rankings. I want to start with quarterbacks, and this one's really interesting. Um, oh, boy. Dak Prescott, uh, not top five quarterback. Mahomes at number one. He, again, hold on. Let me set this up. These are – rankings going into the 2021 season so not beyond just for this upcoming season so Mahomes at number one Brady at number two Rodgers at three Russell Wilson at four Deshaun Watson at five any any big arguments there are you good with those top five I mean I'm not currently taking Deshaun Watson in this list anywhere like yeah. so, uh, I think you probably should go ahead and just remove him from the list at, at right. least for right now. Um, the top four yeah. though seem pretty good, right? Yeah, I mean, like, look, we can make the arguments if you want, but I, those are obviously the guys that are going to be in that argument, yes. right? Yeah. So I don't think there's any like surprises in any of those names. That's for sure. I can make an argument about Russell Wilson's age and how well 
you know, where where they're where the trajectory of the two players between him and Dak are going. I could I think that we can make that argument. But I, you know, look, all these guys are incredible quarterbacks, and, and yep. they're certainly not poo pooing any of them being mentioned above Dak's name. Now, PFF didn't do this, but I see a play, pretty big tier gap between the first four, which is again Mahomes, Brady, Rogers, Wilson, and the next three or four quarterbacks, which is again Watson at five. Josh Allen at six, Dak Prescott at seven, Lamar Jackson at eight. Before we talk specifically about the Dak ranking, do you agree that Dak belongs in this tier of quarterbacks? No, he should be in the tier above. But but <laughs> but we can you know we can talk about really? that. I mean, I, yeah, I, I honestly do believe that he should okay. be in the he should be in the tier with those, those other guys. Honestly, it should be Mahomes dot dot that next tier that includes Dak. And then you know we could talk. See, about I think you could do. I think you could do Mahomes and Rodgers in a tier, right? And then I think the next tier is when you can have Dak, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Rodgers has been in that tier before. I just, yeah, I mean, I guess he's probably in that same tier. I, I think that there's. I get what you're saying. Between, I think there's daylight between him and Mahomes. Well, I, I think Mahomes is a better. better I, I think what you're really coming down to is, I think you you believe that this version of like Tom Brady and this version of Russell Wilson aren't all that different from Dak. And maybe they're a spot or two ahead, but they're certainly in the same tier. And I, I guess, I guess I don't disagree with that at all. I, in fact, if you were asking me this year, who I'd rather have between Russell Wilson and Dak, it's probably Dak. I, I just feel better yeah. about Dak playing in a structure of offense rather than Russell Wilson. We saw last year when Seattle let Russ cook, it didn't work out particularly well at the end of the year. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, he has pretty, he has really high heights in certain aspects of his game, but he has some pretty defined weaknesses in his sure. game as well. Uh, I think that for Dak, you know, Dak may not have the highest, the highest highs that, that Russell has in certain aspects of his game, but Dak has not only doesn't have any weaknesses to his game, really. I mean, he's, he's, he's pretty good in most aspects. So I, I, I mean, better than good. So uh, yeah, I mean, again, it's it's flavors of ice cream you know it's 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 a, it's how you like your 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 quarterbacks to play and it, a lot of it has to do obviously with how they play within the structure of their own office but but i think all those guys you know i think dak's definitely in the mix of the conversation with all those guys all right so so dak comes in at number 7 are you surprised to see him behind josh allen yes why is that i, I mean i just think that that dak has had more proven you know success for longer and I, I i mean i think josh allen has had an incredible year and has shown everybody that that that, that the upside play at quarterback is not something that should be poo-pooed sure. and he had an incredible year last year i mean there's absolutely zero doubt about that um i, I think rather... i feel like i feel more i feel better about i think um Dak's floor than i do josh allen because i still worry about the the inaccuracy because you see it in the playoffs right like yeah there are times and there was whole calves where Buffalo didn't trust Josh Allen to make like a play on third and six. And I don't think that's ever been a question for Dak. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, look, what I needed to see from Dak to put him into the elite tier, I saw last year yeah. where the entire team was working against Dak essentially. And he was able to carry his team, uh, which was, uh, you know, playing like a bottom five team at the time. He was able to carry his team to a couple victories that they had no business winning. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I see Josh Allen like that yet. You know, and um, I, I think Josh Allen has. You know, uh, I think the same arguments that were levied against Dak at different points previous in his career, you could you could levy against uh, Josh Allen, where he's had a very pretty yeah. good football team for for the last 
a couple of years at least. And you agree with obviously with the ranking of Dak ahead of Lamar Jackson, even though Lamar already has an MVP under his belt. Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's the same argument, right? Yeah. Where, yeah. Uh, except you know, Lamar has maybe less talent on the offensive side of the ball than 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 Josh Allen does at times, but depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that you know the, the high and high, the high and lows, right? I think for for Dak, you have a very steady floor, that, that, that's a very soft place to land, and even his worst game. Uh, I think with 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 Lamar, there are times when he gets thrown off his game and and he becomes uh, a shell of himself. You know, I just doesn't feel look like, like Lamar, the Lamar is the better regular season quarterback because, like, if you if you have to face that Baltimore team just in the regular week of a you know nfl season it's really hard to stop that offense but i do think once you get into the playoffs it's a lot harder for lamar because the game is just speeds up you're going against better competition and i think Dak is just a a more well-suited quarterback for the playoffs it's not to take anything away from lamar because he's he's special i just trust Dak more when it comes to big games I think it's easier to take Lamar if you really focused on it. I think it's easier to take Lamar out of a game than Dak yes, because Dak can do more things well, right? So if you take this away, all right, and you're making him throw from the pocket, that's great. Make Dak throw from the pocket. He can do that. Not that Lamar Jackson can't do that, but I think Lamar, his highs are reached when he's able to be uh, uh, equally adept as a runner and a thrower. I agree. Uh, we're going to move on, but I want to read to you three rankings really quickly and just to, to hear your thoughts. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 19. Daniel Jones, 20. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 31. That's why the Cowboys are going to win their division this year, right? Man, that I mean, the fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick is the highest-rated quarterback of that group is not great for the NFC East. That's not great. And the quarterbacks that like he's ahead of are like, Trevor Lawrence, who we haven't seen yet, Jimmy Garoppolo, Carson Wentz, uh, T- Taysom Hill, Justin Fields, Jared Goff, broken Cam Newton, broken Sam Darnold, broken Tua. Uh, I mean, it's kind of where you have some to of those guys him, right? are gonna. Some of those guys are gonna are gonna pass him though, oh, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. mean, like Trevor Lawrence for sure is gonna pass yeah. him at you know probably week one, you yeah. know, and and you so know some of those other guys as well, yeah. Maybe even Cam Newton. Maybe yeah. healthy Cam Newton is better than, than you know. Who knows? So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what this list would look like. You know, week two. All right, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about RockAuto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
All right, Landon. Um, the entire reason why I had you do this podcast today oh, is so we could talk about Ezekiel Elliott and where he uh, and where he lands on this list. So I knew this was a trap. I knew yeah, yeah. this was a well, trap. I already made the graphic up for this podcast. Oh my god! Is Ezekiel Elliott a top ten running back? And that's an interesting question, Landon, because according to Pro Football Focus, specifically Sam Munson. He is not. Ezekiel Elliott comes in at number 12 in their top running backs heading into the year. Ahead of Ezekiel Elliott is Austin Eckler, Kareem Hunt, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, Aaron Jones. Do you agree that Ezekiel Elliott is no longer a top 10 running back? So disrespectful. Just ridiculous. Well, I mean, it's a fair question. This is a guy who has been consistently a leader of the of, of one of the best running backs in, in the in the in the league whether or not he should be paid or not right whether or not running backs should be paid or not mm-hmm. let's keep that se- conversation separate this is just blatantly disrespectful to Ezekiel. this is you know i mean he's done nothing but produce year after year after year consistently and he misses one year after getting covid and then dealing with the covid year and getting injured and he's suddenly not a top 12 running back that's just that's absurdity you well, know, to be fair, um, he's number 12, so he is technically a top 12 running back. But okay. Oh, I'm sorry, not top 10. I'm, I'm sorry, top 10. Yes, yeah, he yeah. is a top 12 running back. That's just – that's disrespectful. That's all I'm going to say. He didn't lose all that talent that he has, all that ability that he has. He didn't lose it. He may have lost a step. You want to talk about that? That's, that's fine. That's, that's the thing is – But I he didn't lose that, 10 spots worth of steps. That's my no, point. This is where it's tough because when running backs don't matter, it's really hard to rank these guys. Um, no, it's, it's a joke. I, I I do have a problem with him being ranked below like Austin Eckler and Josh Jacobs and Chris Carson because he's just he's a better player than that. However, I do think there is a, a couple years ago. I think he was number one running back, number two running back, number three. You can you can make an argument. I just don't think he's in that tier anymore because. He doesn't have the quickness and the long speed to break off long runs. But anywhere outside the top six or seven guys, like I get it. Um, in this in this ranking, they have Saquon Barkley at seven. Barkley obviously is more athletic. He's, he's more explosive. But I do think I trust Ezekiel Elliott more in the finer parts of the game, right? Short yardage, goal line, pass protection. You know, I think all that kind of stuff, even ball security for the most part, um, I think I trust Zeke more. But I do think we are getting to a point where, yeah, he's just no longer going to be considered a top five running back. Yeah, and I think the difference between where he would be ranked at six and 12 is enormous. Okay. And that's. And that's That's yeah, that's the that's the disrespectful part. You don't want to say that he's a top three running back. I mean, you know, he deserves that after last season. Uh, I'm just not ready to poo-poo his talent yet just because of, you know, one year when when he's been a model of consistency where other running backs have not. All right. Know? Let's uh let's talk about a, a different running back that's uh that we like quite a bit. Tony Pollard actually showed up in this list at number twenty-one. Do you agree that the the gap between Ezekiel Elliott and, and Tony Pollard is that close? That close? That close. Uh, I mean that's I mean Yeah, it, I mean I what think I think that's legitimate. I mean, I, I look. I think uh, I, six. I mean, again, to your point, right? Running backs don't matter. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like after the first seven or eight, like the 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 line drops and then it plateaus. As far as yeah. I'm concerned, and that's why your point about running backs not mattering is a good point because 
you know, uh, there's 32 teams, probably 27 of those teams have a non difference maker at running back. And and that's, yeah. you know, and, and, and can survive with it. And that's the other key element, right? Is that you don't need a, 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 well, I mean, there's been lots of super bowls and, and teams winning without a, a elite top tier running back on, on their team. Right. Sure. So I, I, yeah, I, I, it is, it's surprising that, 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 uh, Pollard is only like 14 spots or, well, no, it's actually eight spots in this yeah. now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I guess that's surprising that it is, it's that short, but only because Zeke is so low. <laughs> like I think, I think 20 is appropriate for Pollard's talent. I mean, just from what we've seen, mm-hmm. uh, but I think Zeke needs to be rated higher. So one of the reasons why pro football focus loves Tony Pollard is he's one of their best running backs in the broken tackle rate. Uh, according yeah. to their stats, since 2019, only Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb have a higher broken tackle rate than Tony Pollard. Uh, we saw in the one start that he had last year, he was phenomenal. Uh, I mean, I know I know there was some some hard yards that he had to get in the second, third quarter, but he ended up making some big plays in the passing game as well as that long touchdown run at the end. I do agree. I think this is close. I think I think Pollard and Zeke are fairly close, but again, I do think Zeke is the better player now. I'm just not sure how much better, and I think these rankings are reflective of that. Um, really quickly, we'll talk We'll talk about the receivers in a second. Just wanted to mention tight end. Blake Jarwin comes in at number 32 on their list. No Dalton Schultz. That's really not that surprising considering Blake 32? Jarwin. Well, Blake Jarwin hardly played last year, right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I, the worst starting tight end in football? Not, well, not necessarily the worst because there's other teams that have multiple tight ends that ended up. Oh, know, okay, yeah, top. that's a good point. You know, yeah. so like, so like New England has John U. Smith and Hunter Henry, and you see some other teams that have the Cleveland has a couple guys, and the Giants have a couple guys. So, I don't think it's all that surprising. Um, but I, I would yeah. be surprised if I would be surprised late in at the end of this year if he's at like 13. Yeah, Jarwin is a guy that like. I mean, unless you're a Cowboys fan and you've seen him at training camp, you haven't seen a ton of him on the field. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I can get behind that. But, I mean, like this isn't a case where Jarwin isn't skilled. Like this is a case that no. Jarwin hasn't shown his skill set yet. So that's why I'm a little bit perturbed but, because I don't think he's the 32nd best tight end talent-wise. I just think he hasn't shown that yet. And that's I, do think, I do think at the tight end position, it's very much like running back. You have Kelsey, Kittle, Waller. They have, they have Kyle Pitts at four. After the top five tight ends, Mark Andrews at six, there's not really a difference. Like, I mean, sorry, Eagle fans, there's not a huge difference between Dallas Goddard and Blake Jarwin. And Dallas Goddard's five on this list, and Blake Jarwin's 31. Like, it's it, the number seems big, but there's not a big difference at all. I am I'm going to go ahead and hedge you off at the pass, I've decided. And I'm going to go as soon as we're done here. We'll see, we'll see who wins the race. As soon as we're done here, I'm going to hop on GoDaddy, and I'm going to purchase <laughs> football players don't matter. Because I mean, that's where we're headed to. It's just it does, we're just a process well, of eliminate. We're, we're going to go to every position and talk about how ultimately they just don't matter, and then and then we'll, no, and then I'll just think, sum it all up. I think at tight end right now, especially, there's just such a talent gap between the elite guys and everybody else, right? I I think tight end is a lot like linebacker, even more so than running back. Where I think the top guys having an elite guy makes a difference to your defense. But it but again, like run also like running back. After a certain point, there is so much, you know, of a plane, of a plateau, of a, of a the kind of homogenous talent that it's not like a difference maker. I think with running back, having a top guy is less 
of a positive effect yeah, than, than, yeah. than linebacker and tight end, right? Because th- having yeah. those guys really does seem to make a difference. Uh, elite guys, right? But, yeah. but I think much like running back, once you get out of the top five, seven, six, eight. seven, yeah. maybe, yeah, like it's a real plateau and and, and, and like you can yeah. find that kind of talent all over the place. I agree. Um, I'm hoping Jarwin eventually turns into one of those guys that's a real difference maker. Uh, my gut is it's he probably won't, but but he doesn't need to be. Doesn't Ultimately, need to be. he he just needs to be a guy who can consistently you know beat one on ones and can catch the football because yep. he is being provided with one of the best tight end situations you could possibly yes. ask for yes. as a receiver. So he just needs to you know avail himself. Of, I mean, look look what Schultz did last year. I, I love Schultz, but I mean I think it's a lot of what happened with Schultz is I mean opportunity was incredible yep. for him. He was a product of the environment around him, and I think Jarwin could be a, a little bit better than that. But I think that's that's ultimately what he's going to be. Um, let's take one more quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We're in base, our baseball season. We've got the NBA playoffs. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs in the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Also, we wanted to quickly tell you guys about Bill Bar, the absolute best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate, amazing flavors, a great combination of low calories, high protein, and lo- low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON15 and you'll get $15 off your next box. All right, Landon, um, wide receivers. This one's really fun. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'll allow you to guess. Who do you think was the Cowboys' top-ranked receiver? Uh, probably CeeDee Lamb, I'm going to guess. It was not. No, it was, it was Amari. It was. Um, yeah. Where do you think Amari ranked in their wide receiver list? Well, if they're ranking Amari as the top-ranked wide receiver, that means that they're actually giving him the proper respect. I'm, I'm assuming that I was assuming that they were not giving him. So I will say five. Oh, this is so much fun. Fourteen. Um, and we're going to go through the list of guys, and you just tell me if you'd rather have Amari. Or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Devontae Adams. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, no, uh, wait, so what, what are we doing? You're giving me the list, and I tell yeah, you if I, I take I, I want you to say the guy that you'd rather okay. have. Well, that okay. way okay. we can kind of find out where you would put him. Okay, all right, cool. I'm assuming you take Devontae Adams. Probably, yes. Okay, yes. Hopkins. Yes. Okay, Tyreek Hill. Yes. Okay, Allen Robinson. These are all, yes, I would take that person over Cooper. Yes, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Allen Robinson. Um, I would not take Allen Robinson over. Yeah, I mean, I, that's where I'm starting to push, for sure. Okay. Julio Jones for this season only. No, you'd rather have Amari. I'd rather have Amari. Yeah. Okay. AJ Brown. I think I'd rather have AJ Brown. Uh, yeah, I think AJ Brown is probably different. Yeah. Here's a really fun one: Michael Thomas. Mm, I think I'd rather have Cooper. I would as well. I, I would because well. I think Thomas like. He has a lot of manufactured uh, uh, yards. I, I think a, he has really benefited a lot from from 
from playing in that system with Sean yep. McVay. Yeah. Uh, or the with a uh, Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. Yep. Um, so I, yeah, I think I love Thomas. I think he's certainly in that conversation, but I personally would take Cooper. Okay. Stefan Diggs. I would rather have Diggs. Yeah, I think I think Diggs is another one that I probably would take Diggs. Okay. Adam Thielen. No, I, Cooper. Justin Jefferson. Cooper. Calvin Ridley. This is so so fun to hear you ask me this, uh, <laughs> Cooper. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this one's really good. Uh, Mike Evans talked about this one yesterday with John Ledyard from Pewter Report. We both actually lead Cooper. Yeah, I mean, I think Cooper just because I, I can rely on. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, we the, both, both of their problem is that they're not they're not they're explosive, but they're not always reliable, right? The, so the difference was the separation, right? Amari just yeah. makes it so much easier on his quarterback than yeah. Mike Evans. And then Cooper, the last one, Cooper, Cooper would work. For, go ahead. The last one, Chris Godwin. Yeah, Cooper. I think. Yeah. So I, we, I mean, I, but it's you know, it's Godwin's. I think Godwin's going to be above Evans not too too long, and yeah, and Godwin. and I think Evans, Cooper, and uh, Godwin have very similar games. I think, um, but yeah, I would still say Cooper. So we have basically Amari somewhere around like the seventh and ninth receiver in the league. I think that's fair, right? I, I think that's a, about where he belongs. I don't think he's a top five guy right now, but I don't think he's outside the top ten. Fourteen seems a little low. Um, the last last thing I have for you, Landon, uh, no other Cowboy receiver ranked inside the top 32. That's a little surprising considering. I'm like, sorry, Ty- what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler Boyd, Debo Samuel, Cooper Cup, um, Devontae Parker, Brandon Cooks, all those guys were Cole Beasley. We're all inside the top 32. No Michael Gallup or CeeDee Lamb. My, my question to you is this, Landon. At this time next year when we're doing this show, who is going to be the highest rated Cowboy receiver? CD Lamb. Yeah, I think I agree. And that's not to and take away from anything from Mari, right? No. It's because CD Lamb's amazing. And and I yeah. think and I think everyone on this list forgot that apparently. Uh yeah, I I, I mean this is supposed to be a list for this year, right? Like this yeah. coming season? Yep. Yes. I, I, I don't I can't I don't know how you're leaving CD Lamb off of this that list. Can, like, can I, I just don't one really fun CD Lamb stat that I found today before we head yeah. out. Please, I love it. In when it comes to efficiency between 15 and 20 yards down the field, right? So right in that middle seam spot, not only did CD Lamb have the best efficiency in the NFL last year for a receiver, he had the best re- efficiency of all time for receivers in that part of the field, despite playing with four games of Dak Prescott, Ben DiNucci, Andy Dalton, and Garrett Gilbert pretty impressive i i how many how many passes of the seam are we going to see to cd lamb this year cd lamb is the dak prescott of wide receivers right like what what does he do, do poorly nothing what does he, what does he do even average level nothing no and that's why that's why he was such a high highly valued wide receiver prospect that i still have no idea how he fell to 17 in the draft thank you falcons for taking aj Terrell. Um, all right that is it for today's show thank you guys for tuning in as always you can download and subscribe to the podcast uh, on apple Podcasts, spotify uh, audacity wherever you get your podcasts you can follow the show on twitter at locked on cowboys continue to follow us on youtube you can follow landon at mccolbcb and i'm at marcus underscore mosier and we will see you next time hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music Download the Amazon Music app today. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.